The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. <laughs> well, it's a you can joyful talk about time. This later, Bill. It's a joyful time inside the SWBC. Why is that, sir? Studio. Why is that, sir? We have Cut a vacancy because seat. we got no. We got people outside in pads. That's right. We, we've got uh, football players on a football field wearing with pads, pads on. Today. Do, you yes. think, do you think Mickey's out there in, with pads, with pads on? on? <laughs> That's where he is, everybody. That's where he is. Yeah, he is on the football field. He's getting a tryout. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say <laughs> <as we> speak. <laughs> Check that Achilles. Uh-huh. See how it's That's going. Right. Yeah. Uh, if Savannah, if you don't know, Mickey has had a well, he had an Achilles accident. Who right? doesn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think she cares. He, br- he brings it I don't up think every she every week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever an NFL player has an Achilles injury, <laughs> right. Mickey we got to go through Mickey. Let me tell you about my Achilles injury. <laughs> we got to go through Aww. Mickey. I bet mine's worse than yours. <laughs> yes, right. It was horrible. Let me tell you about it. Uh huh. That's yes. right. Isn't it fun when Mickey's not here? <laughs> it is. We can isn't just talk it? and talk. Wow, about, that's funny. We can talk about Mickey. That's good stuff. Uh, he's going to watch this back later. Uh-huh. Like, right. He's going to come back mad. You know, he's uh, always mad. This will teach him to show up like. Uh, he, but I guess we're going to. Are we going to find him or is it an excuse to have I'll give him some think? credit. He was early to the press conference room today. So oh, he, was, okay. he was ready to go for Coach uh, McCarthy. He, he okay. must really be. Uh, there he Here goes. he comes. Here he comes. Okay. Act like. Act like, act like we haven't been talking about him. We have okay. not been talking we, about Mickey. Okay. We, no, we have not been talking about, about him. No. Who cares we, about we Spags? Yeah. We don't care about Spags uh-huh. and his Achilles. Ooh, nobody cares. <laughs> you know, we just hear it all the time. I'm just know. amazed there are football players on a football field outdoors here with all the In rain pads. we got last Man. night. Wow. Do we have wow. natural natural uh, grass have out there? One, one field. That's the, the, far, yeah. the far field? Yeah. That's yeah, the one that's they're a, on, right? Which they redid. You also had an owner on the field, too. I heard about that. That's your excuse, right? Yeah. That's your not an excuse. excuse. It was my priority. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> not sitting here chit chatting with you guys. Hey, how you know that's what we were doing? <laughs> I know what you were doing. Go back and listen to the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were your ears burning? You want me to just put my phone up to the microphone so you know what he said? Yeah. That's Until the music started. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, they were practicing. Oh, like, yeah, they yeah. got ready to start practicing, so the music cranked up. And it's ah, like, yeah. okay, can I put this right in his face? They don't realize that the owner is out there on the field. Now, All he's I been know on the is... field before, and there hasn't been a crowd of reporters around him. He's out there all the time. Yeah, but probably not when he makes himself available uh-huh. to the reporters. He mm-hmm. must have walked so in. What's the he must have been in a good mood because we crossed in the elevator, and he goes, oh, good to see you. And I was oh. like, good to see you, oh, too. okay. You never oh. get that. Good to be seen. Yeah, nobody gets that. Spag never gets that from anybody. <laughs> no, I get it from him all the time. What are you talking about? So uh, not, he didn't reveal um, he basically said he didn't think from a trade deadline thing. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't see anything out there that would make him jump to do, you know, whatever. Uh, but that you never know when someone comes to you. Um, 
you know, he goes, obviously, I'm not opposed to trading, as you've seen from my history. And he said, basically, and if, you know, if you're coming to me, you you, you better be prepared to do it mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I will. The trigger can be pulled real but fast. But he said he thought that this roster, as it is right now, is good enough to get them to where they want to go. So he he's happy with the roster. The key word there is, as it is right now. Right now. now. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so you never know what happens at 2 o'clock on Tuesday, right? Right. Um, or 2 o'clock on Sunday, which makes the well, roster different. could also, <laughs> right, or, or 3 o'clock on Sunday after the game's over, right? He also talked about how there's a kind of, and I caught it just at the end of it, uh, underlying feelings playing a team like the Rams and their history and you know, kind of where he grew up and, you know, the whole whole deal, Matthew Stafford kind of coming home and um, all the respect he had for the Rams uh, organization. Mm-hmm. So Rams organization closely tied to the Cowboys organization right? back in the past. Right, in yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of history, playoff history. Personnel uh, history. Personnel yeah. history where Tech Schramm came from, mm. kind of got his start in football. So, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and he hadn't done that uh, out at practice yet. That was the first time this year, I think, he's mm-hmm. made himself available. So he must why, be in a good mood. That's why I looked out there. Yeah. I saw reporters huddled around somebody. I figured it might be Jerry. I thought, we got some breaking news that's to talk what about we were hoping. here. It wasn't show. breaking, we were but hoping. it was just available. It was funny because we crossed after I finished my report with uh, wow, the, the, the fan. Look at my people. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. To see me. <laughs> There's a game on Sunday. All right. People right. are in town, right? Tours are big. Mm-hmm. No, I went up back to my desk after I passed them in the elevator and got my stuff. And then I looked out, and I was kind of watching practice. And then all of a sudden, I saw a pack of people. And I said, oh, mm, I should let me probably get over here. hurry down Let me there. get my nosy self over That's here. That's right. Absolutely. So he doesn't think that uh, there's anyone out there that... that uh, he didn't put, whistle. He didn't put it that way, sort of depending on what the price is, right? The the availability to what you have to give mm-hmm. give up. He he didn't figure there because there's I was just kind of reading on the internet today that you know everybody's saying well the Cowboys want a cornerback and I was like well okay, hmm. and then I thought about it and it's like well if if you get a sweetheart deal and you get a a starter cheap, then let's think about the future, right? Because if Gilmore is only plays on a one-year deal, then you're going to need another corner mm-hmm. next year, mm-hmm. right? Now, what would be the cost? Well, if one is available that was a former first-round pick on his original contract, you don't have to account for the uh, ba- the signing bonus, right. right? Just the base salaries, and the base salaries – second, third, fourth year aren't that high. And if the guy's that good and you liked him coming out of the draft, then, you know, why not? And you look at it not for this year but for next year, and it might be the cheapest way to get another starting corner. Because you can't have enough corners, right? That's true. I mean, we've been waiting on someone to say that. We've never said that in this room. You know, that's what I know. We've never said those words in this room. So I've been cheating watching some of the other shows. And they were throwing out some names. Well, be careful now. 
because they're I'm under throwing, contract. I'm throwing them out at you. No, no, don't <laughs> say other people said. <laughs> so we can say it if we say other people have said. Yeah, that's it. That's right. I was they're cheating. Negative. I was cheating watching another show. Oh, was yeah. that producer supreme? Negative. What did he say? Negative. He said negative. 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 We didn't no, say nothing. Not on his watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Christopher, sir. He's got the button of bleepus, <laughs> right? right. Uh-huh. They're not cussing, <laughs> yeah. but they're saying the wrong well, name. Maybe you, could do, maybe you can disguise it by saying um, the type player that you're talking about. Yeah, a big bruiser, you know, big, big, you know, ground and pound guy, you know, at a particular position that carries the ball. Can okay, I say yeah, that? that's good. All right, damn. Like how, vague, right. how vague good. do I have to be? That's better. That's good. <laughs> Thank you, that's Chris. Good. That that's great. better, he said. And, and, <laughs> that's and in, about all I got. And in that case, it'll cost you a lot. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. It will? Well, okay. But he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing at I think, the— I think I know, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same it'll thing at you. the cornerback position, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And wide receiver position. And wide receiver. Yeah, because they've got, you know, some guys out there that— Bring it all in. They love to gamble. You know, they send city. You know, you know the good thing— They I'll, catch the ball, not not carry the ball. <laughs> the good thing out They're there— They're not really big. They're kind of my size. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so It was good that they have, I do. they have everybody out there <laughs> practicing, though. So that's a, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, how about that injury report yesterday? That was great. There was one person so on the injury report, and he was a full participant, and that's Wanye Thomas. I saw him out there when we left. I saw him running around. Uh-huh. And yeah. why, that, why was he even on there? That was because you because he had to come off the not playing the year. Oh, okay. The That's the only before. reason because yeah. because he did not play in the last. If he had played the last game, they would not. Yeah, it, it was very anymore. odd. That was the last guy that we spoke of yesterday. And then I look out there and I see him running around. But mm-hmm. but very important, by the way, since uh, yesterday when they had the uh, point uh, list up on the video board in the locker room and they have John Fossil has a point system on grading his special teams guys and usually CJ Goodwin mm. is at the top well with him missing the last game or two the top special teams player in points was Wanye Thomas mm. and they missed him in the game last week mm-hmm. right so significant that they get him back out there and it doesn't have to do with total tackles yes. it just has to do with your game evaluation yeah doing well it yeah could, yeah getting a positive and by the play. way CJ Goodwin still hasn't given up on himself he was out there trying to do some rehab on the cords Tell him to be careful with now. Peyton Hendershot which is an improvement since he's been hurt because I haven't seen mm-hmm. I had to remind myself, I said, 89, did they give 89 to one of those <laughs> practice squad guys? And, oh, it's it's a, pen, a hender shot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was good to see him. Maybe he's getting closer, although he's on IR, but it's a good thing that you're doing rehab mm-hmm. like he is. Because haven't seen Leighton Vander out there, so... You see Eric Saubert out there? Saubert. Uh, Saubert? Saubert. The salad. We talked about the yeah, salad. I'm assuming he was. <laughs> other, otherwise, he wouldn't have been signed. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think he made it to the. He's wearing like 47. 47? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dexter yeah. Clean scale. Ooh, there you there go. go. Fullback. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I you didn't play that game. I didn't. Catch <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, right. We'll be. Hey, we'll be. The history Chris of will be like, okay, <laughs> let's get on with it. 
<laughs> just no, you just say a number. You know, what's the who's, what's the Cowboys player that comes to former? mind? Former, yeah, it can be former. Just who, what Cowboys player comes to yeah. mind when you say eight? Well, okay, that's I'm, easy. I'm good on that. How about ninety-four? Easy. I'm good on that. Oh well, uh, a couple it. of them. Haley, <laughs> say it. How about forty? Haley, Bates, Bates, very good. Easy. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Oh, it's only <laughs> one. There's only one. There's only one. <laughs> Morris Claiborne. <laughs> <laughs> That's Parker. a good one. Larry Brown. Yeah, yeah. Larry Brown. Uh-huh. Come on, Super Bowl MVP. That number? Because of Larry Brown. Okay. That's why they won't retire because of Larry Brown. Uh, yeah, it's, it's too, much, much, too much good luck. It's available. Mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, did you? Uh, I didn't realize this. Um, we didn't talk about it yet, but. Did you see that Sean McVeigh's a new father? I did. Yes. Tuesday. How how nice of his wife to uh, give birth on the day there's no practice, right? <laughs> you think they induce labor? <laughs> well, they, yeah, they do. You know what? It's <laughs> like, oh, we got we got to get it. Fair question. They did not. In, uh, Producer Supreme, who knows all. Now, how would he know that? Because <laughs> I read that he, he, her protection projected due date was august 31st mm-hmm. and that was the it's like, day it's october. i mean october sorry <laughs> october wow. Just she pushed me back that long. they should have induced wow. a long mr. time ago mr perfect that's a big baby that's a big baby he's gonna come out and don't 15 pounds don't bury the he's little start at defensive tackle this week because since you guys are so perfect <laughs> <laughs> that Sean McVeigh's grandfather, John McVeigh, who was very instrumental uh, in coaching and being a GM for the San, San Francisco 49ers, 49ers right. passed away last year on October 31st. Nice. And so the baby's nick- middle name is John, mm-hmm. Jordan cool. John McVeigh. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get it right, man. We can't let you get away can't with that. Can't have it just no. make make one mistake. We'll see Can how. You go- imagine if we'll uh, see let a pregnancy go that long. August thirty first. We'll see how October. good you guys. That's a hell of a wife, ain't it? That's <laughs> a, I knew women were strong, but damn. We'll see how good you That's do. That's a strong woman, there, boy. We'll see how good you do on Monday without us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, give me some. We're gonna be we ready for it. you guys. Yeah. Challenge. Yeah. Challenge. And, so. and, the, and the listeners and viewers are applauding too because you know what happens when we're not here the phone lines are open that's right it's oh, open yeah. line monday oh, right? yeah. okay we'll see okay i'll be listening no you won't <laughs> oh you i will be, be listening, listening. <laughs> you'll get a call in now your, what is, your ears oh, he's gonna call what did they say his ears will be burning uh-huh. all right that's one thing i know your ears will be burning what yep. did they say mm-hmm. all right we're just getting started on a how would you describe this edition of mixed shots pads are on on a padded version. There you go. Uh, padded Thursday version of Mix Shots. And <laughs> we continue in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, if uh, trade talks are not at a level that you would expect to do anything right now, uh, at what point do you think trade talks will get to a level that you might expect to do something? At what point before Tuesday at 3 o'clock? It'll be after the games on Sunday. Somebody, someone, everybody in the league's playing on Sunday, mm-hmm. and so everyone is going to see. Okay, we're thinking about that. We might need. We could shore up the running back position, or the cornerback position, or the wide receiver position, or tackle, or whatever. Well, then you lose a player on Sunday, and then all of a sudden. We need this player, and yeah. so I don't anticipate unless there's yeah, deals that are already in place to re- to replace injured players, like what Seattle just did signing uh, Frank Clark because they lost Inwosu, Ochina Inwosu, to an injury. They needed an edge rusher. Uh, things will heat up after Sunday when all 32 teams are in action. Yeah, or somebody comes to you with a deal you can't pass up. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're probably, but I would think most teams are sitting there going, "Let's see what happens on Sunday." Oh, yeah. they're going to wait till Monday. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you might have another need, or you might need that player that you want to pedal. Mm-hmm. So, or you're getting desperate because you want to pedal a guy because you know you're going to lose him in free agency the next year because mm-hmm. you don't want to pay whatever it's going to cost, which also factors in to any trade, right? Is this guy want like? How do you say the guy's name? Byard? The Kevin Byard. Mm-hmm. Byard? Well, he wanted more money. Mm-hmm. And they probably think, well, we're not re-signing you to that kind of money, so let's get something for you now. And I think that factors into the situation. In fact, the player that they got from the Eagles in that trade has been playing a lot for the Eagles, too. So yeah. he can just go there. You know, the, it's not like the Titans are giving up on the season, even with their record. Yeah, and, and, and then you basically have a, what, 10-game 10, 10 interview for 
going into the next offseason on what you do in the draft or in free agency. So, And it's probably cheaper, too. So I think all that stuff factors in. Who's the linebacker we just signed that we were so – Nashawn, Rashawn Evans. Yeah. Is he going to play? He's out there practicing. That's good. Number 57? 30. I thought he had 32 oh. on. 57. He maybe is... he was last year then, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's number 32. Mm-hmm. 32. Ooh, 32. You. you know, when we were talking numbers earlier, I was going to throw out 32. Who was that? 32. Here, on, give Dennis me a, Thurman, man. Give me a second. Walt, Dennis Thurman. Walt Garrison. Oh, okay. There you go. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep, of course. That's there a good go. one. That, that was Garrison's yeah. number 32. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so you were supposed to say that. You, that was your dude, man. You're supposed to say something. I didn't watch him play, so I. <laughs> uh-huh. I would you just have helped him get home. I just, uh, you just helped him get home. Just seen pictures. So, Rashawn, right? so do y'all like the fact that linebackers now are in other positions, they can wear whatever number? Do you like that? Because. A couple of years ago, you sign a linebacker and he's wearing in the 50s. I'm kind of, I discriminate a little bit because I just don't think a lineman necessarily looks good with 15 on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a no on. I want the offensive lineman to have the numbers that they have. Defensive lineman, they, they uh, a defensive lineman number one, a defensive tackle, it just doesn't. Doesn't look well to me. Now, as far as DBs are concerned, I'm 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 all for them having. Do they have a rule? How about on the offensive line? The number, the number you have to wear. Offensive line, you do. You do, right? So no offensive linemen's going out there with. But I'm 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 with D linemen too. I don't like D linemen doing it either. Yeah. I don't like D-line. 50 through 79? Yeah, they, that's, that's, that's standard. That's, that's, that's for the officials. The yeah, officials right. got to make sure. Yeah. I don't like D-linemen with, with these particular numbers. I, I, Parsons with number 11 looks good on him, but well, D-linemen. That's a linebacker more, mo, mostly, mm-hmm. right? And that's not bad. Yeah. How about yeah. six on a cornerback? Oh, of course. Yes. How about 44 on a cornerback? Of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's old school, 44. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Akello Witherspoon, starting corner for the Rams, is 44. Darian Kendrick, starting cornerback, is number six. So they're just getting you familiar. How about 14 on a cornerback? Seems more of an offensive uh, Okay, number. Kobe Durant, another cornerback, wears number 14. I'm just for some familiarizing reason, wide yourself with, with the these Rams. type of numbers, yeah. Yeah. You know, looking at the Rams – it is amazing what they have done, especially on the defensive side of the football, mm-hmm. putting together a team that's been competitive with a bunch of guys who are either undrafted or very late-round draft picks. I mean, it's incredible what uh, Les Snead has done with this team. But they're surrounded – well – they surround this one Number magical 99. player, right? So <laughs> yeah. I guess you could put a lot of uh, role players around someone like Aaron Donald. Uh, I, I don't think it's that takes away a little bit of his genius points, you know, because you got you got you have the, the star right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so other than Aaron Donald. Give me somebody else on the Rams defense and don't look. Oh, it's too late. I'm already looking. No, I, I studied them last night. That's why I'm saying that it's amazing what they have put around him and where they have found some of these players. Number 97, Michael Hoyt. That's how you pronounce his mm-hmm. last Good name. Good job. Good job. Because I H-O- would not H O E C H T. Michael Hoyt. He is 6'4, 310 pounds, and he, they line him up on the edge. 
Okay, and he plays all special teams too. And he's he's getting fifty to sixty snaps Wait, a game. His size is what line. again? Six four three ten. And he's the outside. And he's playing an edge rusher. <laughs> wow. They line him up on either the left or the right side. Well, they're in a three four. They're in, but Still. but at three hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Well, you Still. want to force him to cover somebody? <laughs> well, and, and and there are there is evidence on tape where he's covering backs coming out of the backfield. No, I got to see that. Yeah. Oh, Sean Mathis is his backup, by the way. We all know about him. Do we? Yeah. How do how do we know? I have Rookie. no clue. He's from TCU. <laughs> he went to TCU. I think I Sixth round draft pick this year out of Nebraska, and also went to TCU. So there are other starting other starting linebackers: Christian Roseboom. Christian Roseboom, college free agent, twenty twenty, out of South Dakota State. How much undrafted? You, how much have you heard about Darian Kendrick? Darian Kendrick. Now he was a Clemson and Georgia guy, he transferred mm-hmm. from one to the other, and but he was a sixth round draft pick, and he's a starting corner. He started six games last year. I think the point is they've. There's more. Let's keep going. This is fun. They've. Uh, <laughs> he studied. They've, he studied paid, all night. He wants the bread. They paid a high price for some of the trades they made. They paid a high price for now. the Super Bowl. Yes, right. that's right. And now they're playing with but they're proving. Jordan Fuller and Russ Yeast. Russ Russ, Yeast. Russ Yeast. (laughs) At safety. Russ Yeast is rising in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He's out of Louisville, and he also transferred from Kansas State to Louisville. Okay. 5'10", 195 pounds. He's your starting strong safety. He's a seventh round draft pick last year. Okay. Give me something on Ernest Jones, the fourth. Ernest Jones the fourth out of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He is he is one player, a third round pick who has a little bit of pedigree going for him, as well as Byron Young, their third round pack uh, pick this year out of mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Who is uh, what's the pedigree? Meaning they're SEC guys, oh, okay. and you know they are are second day draft picks. But so most, so you so, look. Uh, this Michael Hoyt. Okay, getting back to him. Yes, you know where yes. he went to college? Where. He is the only player in the NFL from Brown University, an wow. Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Okay, he uh, was undrafted in 2020, COVID year. So he the pro day that he was supposed to go to got canceled, and so a buddy of his got together with him during COVID, and they put a video together of his of him <laughs> doing his own personal pro day, and at 310 pounds. They said he ran a four six forty. Well, he said it <laughs> right. All right. His buddy timed it, so he got the attention of the Rams' defensive line coach, who had nothing better to do during COVID because there was nothing they could do. It's, he started. He was just looking at videos mm-hmm. of players around the country, and he said he looked at every single play of uh, Michael Hoyt's senior year at Brown University, and said, "You know what? I think this guy can play in this league." And but he went through a lot. I mean, okay, his history, if I'm reading this correctly, April, they signed him. July, COVID, mm-hmm. in 20. So he, so he sat August, out. In August, he was yeah. activated. Yep. And then in September, he was waived. Right. And right. so he was one of those guys. He Nobody, nobody. he's an easy guy you can put on the practice squad yeah, or wave yeah. or whatever. But that And that was mean, the next thing. Yes, he was practice squad. Yeah, yes, doesn't yes. mean that you've given up on him. It just means nobody else is going to sign him. He's a safe guy. And you're reg, he redshirted, and he sat there and watched Aaron Donald every single day and figured out, as a smart guy, went to an Ivy League school, <laughs> he 
he figured he out knew what he needed to do. He knew who to look at. And patterned himself <laughs> after that. And he winds up last year, he started six games for him, had four and a half sacks, and he's already got two and a half sacks this year in seven games. And uh, he starts for him. Hmm. Amazing. Now, they've got another starter on their defensive line, 92 Jonah Williams. Same year, college free agent, undrafted out of Weber State. And here we are in 2023, three years later, he's starting on their defensive line. And they've been competitive in games. We talked about it yesterday. They, uh, you know, played the San Francisco a one-score game, thirty to twenty-three. The nineteen-sixteen game against Cincinnati just last week. They against Pittsburgh. They had a lead in the fourth quarter and lost twenty-four-seventeen. Yeah, that was very disappointing. That yeah. was not a a Sean McVay type of game, but no. he got outcoached. But I think uh, more than anything, I think it's a case study yeah. for other teams around the league that. There are Everson Walls type players That's that are right. out there, and right. you can find them. They're close. You, they're close. You know, they're not quite. Just think about guys. <laughs> think about yourself, Everson. If you hadn't got a shot, you know, if someone hadn't believed in you right. years ago, right. and uh, you wouldn't be sitting here on mix shots today. Well, it was close. <laughs> it was close. But don't play the percentages on all that. You ain't lying about that, right. buddy. And so, yeah, this is stuff you're just mining the fields trying to find diamonds in the rough. Mm-hmm. Now, out of all of these guys on defense, who are we most concerned about? You, you said it yesterday. You said it yesterday, Savannah. I know. Number 99. And, and to me, I'm looking at this. Uh, they did well with, when they had money. They did well when they had the draft, the, the, the players, and they made the trades. But it's still hard to win a championship just because you have those players. Mm-hmm. So give McVay credit for that. But I'm also pivoting here. I'm giving them a lot of credit based on what you're telling me here, Bill, that they still know how to recruit, even with uh, on a budget. Yeah, and know yeah. what traits to look for yes. in guys. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. That's when you really know what kind of front office you have. When you see them doing the things that they're doing with these type of players, nothing wrong with their pedigree at all, but it just is not as impressive as when they won the Super Bowl. Those pedigrees are not. 2014 draft, uh, the Rams selected in the first round. Aaron Donald, number 13 overall. Who went number 16 overall that year? Zach Martin, the mm. Cowboys. Mm. How about those two picks in the middle of the first well, round? Well, the Cowboys had their eye on Donald until he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then who was Brian Shazier went right and before. Then Shazier, because yep. the Cowboys were going to take but, him. But uh, Steelers? Yes, and yeah. had the neck had injury. Had the neck injury, yeah. Uh, Aaron Donald was not the Rams' first pick in that draft. They had the second overall pick. They took offensive tackle Greg Robinson, who did not. Let last me see. Is he, is he on here? Not Can last, I find no, him somewhere not, on here? He he's probably in about his third for team several so. years. He hadn't been in, in the league, but so yeah, they hit on Aaron Donald. What a great pick that was! Well, no he was their second pick in the first round. Greg Robinson was their first number two overall. Who was the number one overall pick in 2014? Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, it wasn't was Johnny Football. Johnny Football was what in the twenties. Um, football. <laughs> top three picks that year were Clowney, Greg Robinson, Blake Bortles went number three, mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins number four, and finally we hit on one with number five, Khalil Mack. So the draft is not a perfect science. No, it, no, what it's you're not. Telling me. Yeah, I could. Brandon told you that Cooks crap. went number twenty in that draft. 
Well, mm. and he's still playing. And he's still playing. It's in his tenth year in the league, as these wow. others are. And Demarcus Lawrence went number thirty-four in that. He looks draft. good for tenth year That's in the great. league. Mm-hmm. He still looks young. So four players in this game were in the top thirty-four picks in that draft mm-hmm. in their tenth year in the league. How so tough will, is it to play be, ten years in this league, Everson? It's tough. Yes, it's tough. The consistency has to be there. Uh, now a lot of these guys these days they have a couple of good seasons. And they get a commercial and things of that nature. And now they're riding on their fame. Of course, here we couldn't do that. Not just myself, Michael Downs. You know, he couldn't. Mike had to make tackles, you know, every game to get the credit that he deserved. You know, you had guys like Dexter Klinkscale, good player, but injury, injury prone. And so it, you don't have to just be good. You have to be healthy. And that's hard to do. Nate and Frisco wants to point out that the Titans have been going downhill ever since they lost A.J. Brown. That is the fact. To Phillies, so give them all their players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. On that note. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The 2024 PBR World Finals are taking over AT&T Stadium. It all starts on May 17th with Kid Rock's Rock and Roll Rodeo. Then on May 18th and 19th, the finalists compete in the 2024 PBR Championship. Let's rock and ride. Three-day tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing partner of AT&T Stadium. How do people make plans for... May five months, six months from now, <laughs> easily. 
I, I guess mean, you, you got nothing there. You Sometimes you have to. Yeah, you right. it Somebody's yeah. got to be first. Especially concert. Mark it on your calendar. Some event that's, has to be first all. on your calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially concerts, right? Mm-hmm. They sell yes. tickets I'm, a I'm, year. I can't wait for Dolly Parton, man. That's going to be Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be a, uh, a sales pitch for I want to meet there. her. I want to meet her real bad. Well, you better She's go cool. to the game first. She's cool. Oh, I'll be there. Oh, they'll have you a, don't think she'll come on a tour here or don't something? Don't you think they'll have a press conference before the, the game? Maybe. I don't know. Will they let me in? For a press conference, you just flash your badge. Okay. will <laughs> <laughs> be like, that's the wrong badge, sir. <laughs> it's, a, it's been pretty cool, the uh, the reaction everyone's had on that when it was announced. Oh, they love it. People love this. Come on, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Nine to five. Nine to five. It's just it, the longevity. How old is she now? Yeah, like 70-something? She's 70-something years old, I think. But she's getting close to 80. Man, come on. She's still balling. That's good stuff. <laughs> she's 77. 77. You're talking about 10 years, uh, Bill. Forget 10 years. Come on. She's been balling for a long time. Uh-huh. Mickey, what do you got on your legal pad? I, I just wrote down that maybe Sean McVay will be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my thing is this. Uh, First of all, thank you guys for teaching me so much more about the Rams. I was so disappointed yesterday in the information that that we shared. (laughs) And I pointed it out. Because I was studying baseball up until Mm -hmm. last night. So I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning. And you did a great job, Bill. Studying the Rams just forever. You took my choice. on my mind. Thank you, sir. Did you do any homework? And I just have talked defense. We can go offense. That's for when they leave. Me and you, we got this. I I don't do homework when they're here. Exactly. But I would like to know more about their uh, offensive line. Oh, good. I'm glad you asked that because I was talking with. Because <laughs> the trenches is what this game's going to be. I was talking about. with uh, Nate and Frisco this morning mm-hmm. about uh, number 73 on their offensive line. I said, this guy looks like Larry Allen. Steve Avila. Uh huh. Out of TCU right? and South Grand Prairie High School. Rookie oh. second round draft pick. What was Larry Allen? Where was he drafted? What round was it? Second round. Second round. Mm, nice number. Sonoma State. I have <laughs> my tongue firmly in cheek when I say that he reminds me of Larry Allen. He does wear 73. His body kind of looks like Larry Allen. And he has been very impressive. He's mm. not Larry. I'm not saying he's Larry all Allen. Right, all right. Nate in Frisco. Nate and Frisco said, you need to go watch Larry Allen. <laughs> you go find some video of Larry Allen before you come in here with that. Mm-hmm. And, but Larry I mean, Allen can I have run, been run like running backs. With Steve Avila, though, TCU and South Grand Prairie High School. He is 6'3", 332 pounds, and a walk-in starter for the Rams at left guard. And see, we this is where the game's going to be won. You know, that's why I'm glad we're talking about the D-line and O-line. Because they're going to try and keep our offense off the field. That's going to be their main goal defensively. Keep us off the field so that their offense can control the game with a smart quarterback like Matt Stafford. All right, would you like to know the history of their starting left tackle last week? Number 77, Alaric Jackson. What a name. He was undrafted two years ago. (laughs) Another undrafted guy out of Iowa. Two years ago. Was mm. Joe Noteboom drafted? Joe Noteboom uh, was drafted in the third round, but he was starting earlier this year, the product of Plano Senior High School. Mm. Man, they're just coming here taking all our guys. Exactly. Huh? And, uh, but he was injured and actually against Pittsburgh, did not have any offensive snaps, was active, and had four special team snaps. 
So I'm not sure if Note Boom is going to get back in that starting lineup at left tackle. Well, that's or what they got him listed as. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe Note Boom will be back. But Jackson has started the last uh, three games at left tackle for them. Rob Havenstein is a second-round pick, longtime starter at right tackle in his ninth year in the league. Their center is Coleman Shelton, who they got off the practice squad Ooh, from Arizona. Arizona. Yep. You don't like to see this on your depth chart. It says Coleman Shelton or Brian Allen. Mm, Brian. I've never seen an or before. <laughs> and Brian Allen is a fourth-round pick out of Michigan State in 2018 and has only appeared in one game. So he's bitten. That's a big or then, huh? Uh-huh. Although Brian Allen, coming into the season, he was projected to be their starting center. So he's been battling an injury. And their starting right guard, Kevin Dotson, they acquired in a trade from Pittsburgh in late August when they saw they were having some issues on the, their offensive line. Mm-hmm. So there, that gets you up to speed on their offensive line. And my next question is, how will they handle our defensive line? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. They better not handle it well if this team plans on winning. Because in my mind, you worry about Cooper Cup and you worry about Puka Nakua but the way you stop them is get in Stafford's face. And you, you never what? you never mis mis uh, pronounce Puka's name. Puka. Yeah, you're good mm-hmm. with that. You, you got his. You got uh, that down. Yeah. Don't ask me the about the hard his. names he can pronounce. <laughs> Don't ask me about his backup though. <laughs> right. Austin Tremell? Ben Skoronic. 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 Oh, for Cooper? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, for Puka. 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 How about number five? Number five. Tutu you were Atwell. Right, uh-huh. You were right. Thank what, you think I can't say Tutu? No, I just it's okay. wanted to let it slide. Yeah, I let it off. <laughs> Cooper Cup, uh, last game, first series of last game, he had two drops. I'm like, number 10, what's going on? Cooper, I guarantee you, Cooper Cup, whether it was on the jugs machine or whatever, he has spent more time this week. I mean, I, they didn't they didn't uh, massage the ball well enough before the game. You know, they got it. They get an hour. You talk about a guy who's going to come out balling this week. It's going to be Cooper Cup after making two drops in the first, and he only had two no catches doubt. in the game. And and, and we talked about how they they really like to use uh, Cooper and Puka uh, in regards to the the. Down in distance. They're not trying to go down the field necessarily. Of course they can because Matthew Stafford can sling it. And these guys run great routes, intermediate and deep routes. But it seems like they're using their passing game for their running game. Uh, I think we talked yesterday about Puka had 15 catches, but it wasn't even for 150 yards. It was less than 10 yards a catch. To me, as a DB, I'm looking at that and saying he's running all – Short routes and intermediate routes. Mm-hmm. Well, he only averages 13 yards a catch. Right. Well, that's good. 13 yards a catch is good. So maybe maybe the ball was slick or something. Cup couldn't catch it. You know, they only give him so much time to uh, prepare the footballs before. Not because, Okay, so not because of the weather. But yeah, because just of, slick. No, yeah. They, they've got to prepare them. And not they, because of the Patriots. And they only get, how about this, they only get three <laughs> kicking balls prepared. So you work on the one you're going to use the second one some if you lose two of the footballs that third one probably not been worked on so I, I, now you're kicking a slick football that doesn't even 
registered to me. That doesn't mean anything. In case you lose. Is three balls, that's not good? If you lose two of them. I mean, I just didn't know three balls Like a bad, bad a bad kick that <laughs> yeah. misses the net? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, three balls, I didn't know that meant, that was a big deal. Speaking of uh, kicking, the Rams did add Lucas yes. Havrisic? Havrisic? Correct? Havrisic. I'm just saying that. We don't, I don't, even we know don't have to know it. how to pronounce his name until he actually plays it <laughs> But they, did, they, did, they have a kicker. Yep. He and was on he is, the Browns practice squad. He has not kicked in an NFL game. Mm. That's why we haven't learned how to pronounce his Thank name. Thank you for that. Probably the You're reason. Bag's supposed to come out with that. Probably the, the reason the why guy. they worked out Mason Crosby, too, just in case. They didn't like what showed up during the week. Um, that You know, that you got a kicker that hasn't kicked in a game, and, yeah. and the Cowboys have a kicker that's 16 in a row yeah, right yeah. now to start his let's, career. Let's, let's leave it up to that, hopefully. Yeah. And um, seems pretty steady mentally, too. You see the backup quarterback? Brett Rippin? Yep. Who? Brett. Oh, Rippin. Rippin. Yeah. Nephew, I think. Nephew. Mark. Yeah, I think it's uh, Mark Rippin's nephew. Yes, yeah. I believe it is. He's, yeah. yeah, Mark was a beast. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually saw a college game. They almost ran out of footballs. <laughs> How many do they have? Three? What do you mean? Missouri was playing at Wisconsin, and the student tradition was when they kicked the ball into the student section at one end of the stadium, they would pass it up the stands and throw it out over, right over the stadium. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there going, and they were killing Missouri. And my lead was the only hope Missouri's defense had to stop Wisconsin was they run out of footballs. (laughs) So so they scored. So footballs are like. 50 in the parking some lot points. somewhere. Yeah, 50 some points they right? scored. I mean, you got a bunch of footballs in the parking no. lot. Showing some kids playing with them yeah, in, the, what is in their front yard. Sort of, sort, of, sort of what happened with uh, Drew Pearson's Hail Mary <laughs> touchdown. He threw it out of the stadium. Somebody's got it, and they don't even know they what don't it even is. Know. They have no, no idea. You know what? I have an idea. We are out of time on this edition. All right, throw the football out of this this stadium. (laughs) All right, and so we will have a fabulous football fight song Friday edition of Mixed Shots coming your way tomorrow. All right, go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!